sorry to hear about your the passing of of your elderly friends it's kind of interesting you brought out that example now i've always you know wondered how the brain works and organizes memory and as part of my book i have attempted to iterate a 4x4 matrix which which essentially strives to show how the ego accumulates over a period of time if i were to distinguish between memory types by usage working memory which is absolutely needed versus distributed memory which is not so needed like the the ram and the rom concept the next question for me was how does the brain then decide what is needed versus what is not needed for a long time as a child i've been told that you need to like something you need to dislike something so i i like a lot of things i dislike a lot of things but i also remember what i dislike so that has always puzzled me if i dislike something then why am i even remembering it so that was a you know a puzzle for me as i as i was growing up but then when i discovered how the brain is actually working for the brain positivity and negativity are the same i think i, I would rather say positivity or negativity arises out of a postmortem of an event but at the time when the brain is actually advising me with information it just uses information which is needed versus not needed and what actually you know kind of uh, was interesting to see is how the brain decides what is needed versus not needed it is a frequency of use of information versus its qualities whether it's good or bad it really does not matter so i will remember a person who i like i possibly may even remember a person who i don't like even more than the person that i like the brain is using or rather deciding what is needed versus not needed based on the frequency of views and and the frequency of views is is again based on how i respond to that information which is thrown at me if i were to kind of extend this to the people who are about to retire and have retired there is a lot of unfulfilled tasks uh, and every task is basically a memory and every memory is information a lot of unfulfilled tasks are accumulated over a period of a person's lifetime now as a child i might have wanted to do something as an adolescent i might have wanted to do something as a young adult i would have wanted to do something and as a as an adult i i would have wanted to do something but life gave me various options and i had to choose whatever was whatever was available within the you know the set of options that i had evaluated at a particular point in time and we either choose to specialize in a particular way and and work in a particular company or or start a business or live life in a particular way if you will but then post retirement this is at least you know my understanding uh, i would like you to i would like like your views on it is that once a person retires there's suddenly an expanse of an environment where you have nothing to do and all these old memories start coming up one by one and it essentially could lead to a situation where the person who has retired may essentially you know start judging themselves by these memories that okay i i have not lived life to my fullest i wanted to do something in my life but i ended up doing something else the uh, you know thousands and thousands even millions of things that we accumulate as you know during the process of go- growing up yeah. um so all these aspirational memories are used by the brain to advise us hey your life is not as what it should be it's a cloudburst of reminders that constantly mm-hmm. pop up uh that you got to do this you got to do this you got to do this and of course i'm sitting in a the person may be sitting in a sofa or uh you know or or lying down on the bed not doing anything about it so the reminders just keep coming in like you know like how outlook is throwing reminders and that would lead to a lot of stress depression and certain disorders you know during their during those start periods do you think that is a 
as a fair assessment of what's happening in the brains of people who have retired yeah i think you've captured it uh, i think whatever you have said is right yes the answer is yes but if we just go back you know, if, if we have to view it from a science perspective uh, having seen this particular issue is that they were it is actually two now let me talk about a, a particular study that came out of one of the premier research institutes in india the three people that i spoke about by the way only two were in india the other one was in the western part of the world so it's not pertaining to india alone as to what is happening within the brain the the study that came out of the it's a beautiful study ari it says that it's a very very simple thing that's the uh, irony in it human but humans are made of two things material and non material so that is the crux of the uh, that is the hypothesis of the study so human beings are made of material like your body or flesh your bones Correct. and non material today the the science part of it focuses only on the material aspect of the human body okay uh that's where neuroscience comes into the picture uh neuroscience talks deeply because the the uh, progress that has been made on uh, ima- imaging you know the uh, mri the fmri dpi the, the imaging sciences has kind of drastically manifold level uh, advances have happened when it comes to researching brain so today even when i talk to professors and i talk to doctors they don't still understand or they don't still grasp what is consciousness you know what is that which brings in awareness to you and me okay. mm. today people like us associate their life with their name with their title with their position in the organization or the social status social status especially in a developing economy like india uh is a big factor when it comes to impacting mental health especially people are going for going to retire uh mm-hmm. for two reasons they would have enjoyed lot of entitlements at a power and position you know after certain level and those entitlements are going to stop so that is the first threat the brain would see the second threat is the economic factor uh we don't have the the kind of social security that comes for in a certain countries that enjoy that those benefits so naturally their earnings are going to drop drastically so they need to start planning their retirement years in advance so those are the two factors but majority of the issues come from the social factors especially the family uh, the kids the office you know uh, the security who kind of salutes uh, when you are in the power and the position when you go the next day after your retirement uh, might not even say uh, good morning sir or you know good morning ma'am so those are the kind of fear the the brain would start to project uh, on those people and why the biggest issue that i've seen in the last one year you know, when i've interacted with many of my uh, customer organization this uh, people need guidance to uh, differentiate them versus their uh, body you know that's where we are focusing a lot of it's very easy to say awareness consciousness and people automatically get disconnected they think it is spiritual they think it is very philosophical now i have to earn money so let me focus on that i have to get my brother married sister married so they they are not worried about what is awareness what is consciousness correct i'm just i'm just going around but this is the major crux of it it starts to brain is nothing but a tape recorder to me i i'm not going to get deep into neuroscience because amygdala you know the ca1 and ca3 
uh, part of the hippocampus plays a big role in sorting that events you know you beautifully narrated you know the the usual patterns people go through when it comes uh, in their thought process in fact uh, amygdala is responsible as to how do we learn organized knowledge of repeated and predictable events in the world uh, when i'm talking to you or when you take a metro when you drive the car uh, to your office the brain says uh, you are on the same route every day so this is like a contextually unobserved event for you but your brain is replaying it from the past so naturally the thoughts that come to a human especially people who are going to retire are people even like uh, freshers who are joining the organization or people who are uh, in the kind of uh, mid life crisis in you know, a 35 to 40 kind of people they have lot of aspirations and those aspirations are not falling in line with the reality of life and that's where the friction starts between the thought and the aspiration so once you kind of distance when i say distance it is more of how you kind of perceive the situation yes i have an unfulfilled aspiration but what is that i could do next uh, to get to that particular point yes uh, as humans there will always be unfulfilled aspirations if you have lot of wants okay and that's where uh, when we talk to our customers we talk about sustainable needs of employees because today unfortunately there are the the population has become even more aspirational and money car houses would give you happiness but it it's not going to give you a permanent solution to your happiness so once people cross those bridges they will understand that yeah whatever gave me happiness was not the real happiness that actually kept me going the real happiness is spending one hour with my family you know having a, a body which is healthy having a friend who would always call me and check on me you know whether i'm doing good or not so those are the subtler things that people would start to enjoy unfortunately for people who are you know who are in their 50s and plus if someone could just tell them that you know hey start to focus on things that will make you happier things will fall in its place naturally because i'm a great believer hari that uh, life does not happen by design it happens by destiny you know you might you might even uh, think you know shini this is like this is not like you what i'm hearing but i have seen it happening there are many anecdotes i could talk about